audio was recorded during a meeting of the Department of Offense. It is not suitable for children, the easily offended, or anyone with actual taste. You have been warned. Jane Goodall motorboating a gorilla's floppy milk. I would make a lot of rectangles. I could never do squares right. We all had to put pants on this week because you're here. And now it's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 75 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey, and I totally know how to work this mixing board, I swear. Yes, you do. Joining me, as always, is Eric. Hello. And Carlos. That is a slender slot. You take that back. <laughs> what, that that Eric is always here or that you're also here? Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> Which one, Carlos? Are you having trouble lies. with that beer? Okay, you got it. I was worried for a second. There was you wrapping were, around you it. You were very intent. You could have just popped the thing and it would have ripped through the No, wrapping. you have to tear the wrapping off first. No, you, you, you don't. There's a rule. You, you don't, Carlos. You don't. Kind of rolling with the skeleton crew this week, but that's okay. I think we'll have a good show. Skeleton yeah. crews are like the coolest crews. They are. I Especially mean, if you're a pirate. I saw Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. and it was awesome. It's a great movie. Just so much fun. That's exactly how pirates were back in the day. Skeletons? Yeah. And oh, Jack okay. Sparrows everywhere and everything like that. Wait, did you just use Jack Sparrow as a plural? Like, Yeah, yeah there's more than is, one is, Jack Is that Sparrow. just like a, a common noun now? Yeah. There's... There's just a bunch of Jack Sparrows. Did you think they just pulled that character out of his ass? No, there was like that. There's a whole bunch of them back then. It used to be black beards, but now it's Jack Sparrows. Well, you probably couldn't throw a stone ten feet without taking a Jack Sparrow back then. I, I'm pretty sure you could, Carlos. Pretty well, sure you could. You'd be wrong. I think you, you don't know history. I think you and history have this relationship where you just make shit up and don't actually look at history. History is what you make of it. No, that's not what that means. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how that works, Carlos. History is what you make of it is, you know, you can make your own history. You know, that's what you can do. You can't make up your own history. <laughs> totally different things. That one little word changes the entire meaning of everything. You might be wrong. <laughs> I don't think I am. You might be right, but you might be wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. So, Eric, what have you been up to this week? Oh, not a whole lot of stuff. The Steam sales started a couple days ago, so oh, I'm kind of excited Steam about sales. that. I don't know if I'm excited or terrified. I'm terrified, too. Cause like, I feel like I should more. eat at some point <laughs> yeah. in the next few days. Yep, I've already spent more than I should have. Yeah, I bumped myself up to over 300 games now. And you've played, what, 10 of those? i played more than 10. <laughs> it was like 11 last time I checked. I don't know. I might have hit... I might have hit Maybe 25 recently. <laughs> Possibly 30. But you have 300. Yeah. So when when you I die, like hold Carlos, off like an army. When you okay. die at, at, you know, let's say, let's let's be generous uh, with your preservatives and the way you eat. Uh, let's say 45. When you die at 45. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is, what, 20 steam sales from now? No. 40 steam sales from now. If we if they we say there's two steam sales a year, that's 40 steam sales two from now. Two big ones, yeah. Uh how are you going what are you going to do with, like who are you going to leave those 1000 unplayed games to? Like what I are you going to do with that? Somebody will have invented- or Are we just burying a hard drive with you? I'm hoping that somebody will invent an AI by then. I'll be able to purchase an AI to and then to I'll play your games for I'll, you. I'll name that my heir, that AI, my heir and it'll uh 
It's one job will be to play, oh <laughs> to play through the lifetime of games that Carlos purchased but never played. And then, like, it'd periodically have to keep going. It'd be uh, programmed to periodically keep going back to things like Skyrim and stuff like that. Because, you know, why not? Yeah. To make it appear natural. So, you do realize that Steam itself is not a game. And the goal is not to acquire as many games but as I'm possible. But I'm winning at it. <laughs> I am winning at it right now. All right. Well, uh, they should give me a Steam achievement for that. <laughs> they, I, I think they only give you one for 100. Do they really give you a... No, yeah, they, no, 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 no. I think I have one for 250 plus. Yeah, they have like 100, 250 plus, and 500, I think, I don't, are the achievements. I don't think I have the 250 plus one. I'm probably yet. not going to hit 500 for another year and a half. Yeah? You're going to give it three Steam sales? Well, I picked up a pack of Sega, game, Sega games, but it was all like one download thing, so it didn't count as uh, six games. So things happen like that. I'll probably take oh, another year and that's, a half. That's the worst, man. Yeah. When you buy six games and it only counts it as one towards your Steam score. Oh, it's tragic. I know. <laughs> wow. World's God. not fair. So besides uh, emptying your bank account for Steam uh, games, what have you been up to? I've been reading, played a couple games, not not very many Steam ones. I did... Uh, reading anything good? Actually, uh, I just started reading the some of the the Iron Druid series. Uh, that's interesting. It's more urban fantasy kind of like... Uh, okay. Except this time it's in uh, Arizona instead of uh, like Chicago with the Dresden Files or uh, the West with uh, L.A., which is where uh, Sandman Slim's set. Is it just me or is Chicago kind of popping up in a lot of like fiction and stuff lately? Or maybe it, maybe it's just really because always, I, I, I played through like watchdogs. It really but. always has. The Chicago's yeah. been around in a lot of stuff. It's just, you know, bigger city. So Yeah, but it well but Minneapolis never shows up. Yeah, but that's because No, it really should though. Yeah. It, it really should. I mean there's there's a few things. I feel like with, I feel like Minneapolis Saint Paul get really see, overlooked in the major the problem, cities. Of the, is the fact US. that they don't know which one to go with. They don't do yeah, go with Minneapolis yeah, or yeah, St. Paul. Yeah. Which one? I it's can't the choose. Twin cities. We can't leave them out. <laughs> Which one? I but oh, you know, screw it. Just go with Chicago. It's a lot easier to just go with something like Detroit and just have because uh, it's already no games take in. place in Detroit. RoboCop games do. <laughs> you know, it's been a while though since there's been a RoboCop game. I don't think the new reboot got a game. Probably not. It did not. They don't do that as often anymore with games, and still, when they do make video game. Out of, of movies are still bad, but I disagree somewhat. Well, no, I take that back. For the I most agree part, with you. they're bad, unless they're Lego games. That's different. How is that different? No, I mean Lego. What were you talking about? Are you saying the Lego, the they're movie, good. the game was good? Yeah, I never played it. So Lego, Lego. the movie, the game. Oh no, no, Le- Lego, the movie, the game. I I did not play, but uh, like Lord of the Rings, they took a bunch of like that followed the movies more than the books. Well, I wouldn't count that as a. That's a movie game, (laughs) totally a movie game. Did you ever play the uh, actual movie games that came out like around the same time? Like yes. Oh my god, the Fellowship was bad. I you know I I actually enjoyed the Fellowship one. I had it on Xbox. I could not see shit. I, I had see I had it on PC. So, so I'm trying to play on the uh, play, play it on this. Uh, I can't remember. It was like a 32 inch old TV. I just I had to have all the lights. No, there had to be no light in the room for me to see anything in the yeah. game because it was so dark. And I don't know. Yeah, it's pain in the ass. And like if I try to use the ring at all, 
no idea what was going on. <laughs> it was like my TV turned off. Not Meanwhile, the, the uh, do you play the other two, like the two towers or the two uh, towers? Yep. Two towers one I really liked. Yeah, Actually, uh, I th- I that was the first game I got when I bought my GameCube was uh, the two towers oh, cool. game. Unfortunately, I got that one right as my Xbox was dying. Oh. So I didn't get to play that one as much. But I enjoyed what I did play. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was a... Uh, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. It was way better than the previous one. Yeah. And it was the only game I had for the GameCube at the time. So I'm pretty sure I 100%ed completed, I hundred that one because I had nothing better to do. I remember Return of the King. That game sat on store shelves for ages because that was around the time I would go actually go to the nearby uh, store to mm-hmm. look at games. Like, oh, it... It'd sit there yeah. for ages. Yeah. Ah, uh, going to stores and buying things. So, yeah, what have you been doing? Well, it finally stopped raining, which I was... So, I I, I, I didn't get out much this week because just the rain was so stupid. Like, anytime I wanted to go do something, just rain. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, this is dumb. So, it finally stopped raining, so I'm hoping get, I'm going to get some brewing done. I went and had dinner at Patty's last night, and we sat outside and enjoyed the weather. And Oh, it was a gorgeous evening. I'm hoping tonight's the same way, just a gorgeous day, because we need it. I'm sick and tired of this rain. First, it snows for nine months. Then, rains for two months. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one month. One month of decent weather. We're going to get this week. And then we're done. Could be worse. Could be Arizona where it's just 100 degrees even in October. Yeah, but it's dry heat. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's humid as balls outside. You go outside and your balls are drenched. You should go to Florida. Oh, you've been to Florida. I've been to Florida. Yes, Florida is also humid. But in fact, it's probably warmer here right now than it is in Florida right now. I wouldn't say that. I Well, uh, last or not last week, but the week before it was. It was warmer here than it was in Florida. Which is stupid. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, that does sound weird, doesn't it? I feel like in the Midwest, we get the two extremes of terrible weather. <laughs> like super hot and humid, and then super cold and dry. There's really no in-between for us. You're left out that we get tornadoes, too. Yeah. No, yeah. God's like, okay, they're not miserable enough. Let's just make wind destroy things for fun. Well, you know, don't you do that a few... Don't you ever play SimCity 2000 and like <laughs> just drop tornadoes everywhere because it's cool? Yeah. I love how this one little fly in the studio is bothering just everybody. Just There's just hands waving around. If you guys can see the video feed, <laughs> which fly. you can watch at blindedstudios.com slash live. That's right, guys. We record the show live every Saturday. So if you want to get in on the, t- on the fun and uh, usually, you know, if you have something to say, we'll bring it up during the show. So there is that. We sure will. I'm monitoring chat right now. Yeah, we'll yeah. do it, except when we won't. Yes, except those times, Carlos. Yeah, except those times. You're always so helpful. Or if we're no longer uh, broadcasting, we also probably won't respond. You're right, but we're usually broadcasting. No, I mean, like, we aren't, like, 24 hours a day. There's not very, not oh, very much of that. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you about the uh, the camera microphone I set up in your room, Carlos. Oh. Uh, you're you're right now our biggest hit, just watching Carlos sleep and then play video games. And then there's something that you do every once in a while that, man. Gets a lot of hits, huh? <laughs> sure does, and I don't know why. <laughs> All right, should we talk about this beer? Yeah. All right, so we're actually tasting two beers today because... Why not? I, I'm, well, I'm hedging my bets. Is we've, I don't know what it is, but the past... I, I feel like this past year we've had more misses than hits. Yeah. 
And so I want to try to at least get a hit this show. So maybe we'll have two. Maybe we'll have none. It looks like we're going to have two. Uh, but so the first one we're tasting is Incorrigible, made by New Holland out of Michigan. Uh, it's a Blinnerweiss, which is one of my favorite types of beer. Good, sour, slightly dry, just tart. Oh, so good. Uh, I'm really excited to try this one. Uh, it comes in at 4.9%. Carlos, you've tasted it. What do you think? I uh, I don't have, I don't generally don't like sour beers, but I actually like the tart. It really has that strong sour taste to it. I, I really like that. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's it's the perfect golden color that you're looking for. It smells just slightly sour, and it tastes mm, just so sour. Yeah. Makes you pucker. It is. It is. It is a lot more sour than I expected. Like it, mm. It's a refreshing. Uh, yeah. No, it's a refreshing sourness. sour. Like it's. It's like a lemonade sour almost. Yeah. Like yeah, right. Where it's not overwhelming. It's just. Yeah. It's just the right amount. Not like a fake candy sour. Yeah, you're yeah. Looking for that, but and you can really see like uh, Blinner vices uh, are traditionally served with uh, fruit syrups, like not 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 like the super sweet fruit syrups that you're thinking of. Uh, a a like a natural fruit syrup where they take you know stuff and they make they make a light syrup out of it and then uh, you'll put the syrup in the glass and then pour the blinner vice in and it'll give it a fruity characteristic which oh. really goes well with the uh, sourness. They just give you like a spoonful of syrup and you just no ate the no. syrup well, and then, uh... <laughs> no you put the syrup in the beer. Oh okay. And some breweries will still do it uh, if they do a blinner vice. They'll usually have a fruit syrup there. Uh, at the brewery, so you can get it on tap with a fruit syrup, and they're usually really good. Well, without the syrup, though, it's still good. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. I wasn't expecting to be this good, actually. That's that's really good. And for the price, you can't beat it. Uh, I think this bottle was six bucks, six oh, or seven bucks. So yeah, if you can find incorrigible, I highly recommend it. Um, if you're new to sours, I feel like this would be a really good entry level sour. Where it's not going to be too wine-like. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not super dry. Oh, it's so good, though. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that, like, the too wine-like part of uh, being too wine. But uh, oh, it really it's is so tart. good. Mm. Definitely tasty. I like it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's try the other one, and then we'll do another round uh, of the incorrigible. One second. <laughs> I got to finish this. <laughs> well, you can, uh, yeah, well. Yeah, if you want to do that. All right. So while we're while we're getting that one ready, um, Eric, do you have anything else you want to say about sour beers? I know you're fairly new to sours. Yeah, that's uh, I haven't had is this. Too many your of them second like or third? Yeah, yeah. It's like I think my third. Your third? It's a quite quite interesting. It's a a little cider like a little quality. cidery. Yeah. Um, I could imagine with like a little bit of fruit syrup or whatever you're talking about, it would be really yeah. really delicious. Really, really good. I like it's just light and and spritzy. Yeah. Oh, uh, that one had an 87 on Beer Advocate, and I think it's well-deserved. Not bad. Yeah. I would even rate it a little bit higher, but I'm partial to sours. So, All right, uh, this next beer going around is Sierra Nevada's Southern Hemisphere Harvest Fresh Hop Ale. That's a mouthful. Yeah, um, say, say that one more time. Southern, Sierra Nevada Southern Hemisphere Fresh Hop... Uh, no, <laughs> I missed a word. I missed a word. Sierra Nevada Southern Hemisphere Harvest Fresh Hop Ale. There you go. Yeah, by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company out of California. Uh, it's an American IPA. It comes in at 6.7%. Um, I'm assuming and looking at... Oh, they they actually have uh, some notes on here. It's made with all New Zealand hops. It looks like uh, Mautueka, uh and Southern Cross 
Um, oh, and Pacific Holler Tau. So, yeah, this should be good. Uh, when I hear New Zealand hops, I immediately think melon and tropical fruit flavors versus uh, the citrus stuff that you usually get here in the U.S. Do they have a uh, northern hemisphere? What? Uh, do they have a northern he- hemisphere? Yeah, all of their other IPAs are northern hemisphere, Carlos. Well, they don't have one that's literally called the nor- northern hemisphere. No, I don't think. I, I don't know if they do or not. Uh, uh, this, and this is this is uh, last year's. This is the 2013 harvest. So I, I'm curious to see when this was bottled. I wonder if they have a bottling date on here. Um, let's see, thirty-one. Right now, I have three, one, one. I don't. Oh wait, oh that must be a time. Three eleven. No, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Indeed, numbers are hard. Well, no, not like I was like, okay, this has to be some sort of bottling date. It's probably There's a code just, on here. Yeah, it's probably just the code for like the the set that there's, was bottled. Like, there's too ask, many things. Uh, if you ask somebody to, it's work in there, a secret code. A yeah. So it's I was it. like, oh, that must be time, and then it. Then I'm like, well, then it doesn't leave me with enough numbers left. Oh, oh well, they have a bottling date on there, but you don't. They don't want you to know what it means. Oh wow, just the aroma on this. I'm yeah. getting a lot of that tropical fruit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, very pineapple. Yeah, it's it's very different than an American IPA that you that I'm used to at least. It not a whole lot of that grapefruit yeah. and pine coming through, just something else. A little bit more bitter than I was expecting. Oh wow, that's good. That's good. So when I taste it, um I get a lot of melon. A crazy amount of melon right away. Um, yeah, up, a little bit front. of like almost like a candy. Up front oh. is a lot of melon, and then you get like that tropical fruit. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's like necessarily like mango, but it's just yeah, that tropical like that. fruit quality. That 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 mango pineapple type, yeah, oh. the sweetness. It's a lot maltier than I thought too. I, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a little a more balanced. Uh, I like I like the back end bitterness. Like there's a lingering bitterness. Mm-hmm. It might be partly because we just did a. A sour beer right before this one, <laughs> yeah, and that, maybe. Well, and I mean that that'll kind of like clear your palate out right. pretty well too, so you can taste things a little bit more hypersensitively. Uh, at least in my opinion, like I don't know if that's an actual scientific thing. That's just something I usually perceive. I can usually perceive like especially hop notes better after a sour beer. Um, but yeah, no, just super melony. Carlos, what do you think? I uh, hmm, let me take another sip. Just wow, those New Zealand hops are so good. I just I I don't actually like it. Really? Why yeah. not? I don't know. It's a little bit bitterer than I generally like. I I'm not t- getting that melon taste at all that you guys are getting. Oh really? Yeah. You don't get the fruity aspect nope. of it. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. No. It, I guess I'm getting this huge like just melon just it's like hitting me in the face and I love it. No, I'm not getting any right. of that. Um. Well, Carlos, what do you think this one got on Beer Advocate? Eighty-three. Eighty-three. Uh, I'm gonna guess it got a 91. You looked it up. <laughs> I'm looking at it right shit. now. <laughs> Fuck you. No, it's good. It's good. I think it definitely deserves that. I, I do too. That's Man, this is. I wish I knew when it was bottled, so I knew how fresh this was. I wish I didn't have to go to work so I can drink more. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. Mm. 
Okay, we should probably actually do radio yeah. things instead of just <laughs> enjoying that beer. Huh? So it's uh, news time then, right? Oh, I don't know. What's on my thing? Oh, it's news time. I don't know what's on your thing at all. And now the Department of Offense presents news. With no, Casey. come back. All right, guys, we have an update on the Swiss cheese pervert. What? You guys remember the Swiss cheese pervert, I right? I do. Uh, sure. For those of you who don't remember, uh, we've been following the uh, SCP since last December or January when he was accused of flashing women from his car and asking them for sexual favors while holding cheese. Well, the man behind the cheese, Christopher Pan- or, uh, Pagano, has pled guilty to indecent exposure and harassment. He has received eight months of probation and must undergo counseling. You can rest easy, Philadelphia. Swiss cheese pervert has been brought to justice. No, he's on probation, so he's still out there. Yeah, but he's going to counseling, so he's totally cured. Yeah, he's going to be okay. And he's he probably going can- to counseling. Yeah. But, you know, he probably is flashing himself out there. Carlos, this is our there. justice system, and it is working. He is no longer flashing people with Swiss cheese. He has moved on to cheddar. Which is a lot more appropriate since it's American. But it doesn't have the holes in it. But it's American cheese, though. Well, and it's, it's it's a very sharp cheddar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want Sharp cheddar's the sharp. best kind of cheddar. It is. What? You don't want anything sharp. Yeah, but you have to make sure it's old enough to... Uh... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are not in the cheese world... Uh, Cheddar gets sharper as it ages, so, you know, the older the cheese is, never mind. I'm moving on. Apparently, Yogi has moved to Anchorage, Alaska. Witnesses say that a black bear and two cubs have been frequently, or frequenting uh, Midtown Anchorage and stealing lunch boxes from children. Uh-huh. <laughs> the bears are going to a day camp that is being held at the uh, Alaska Pacific University campus, and apparently the bears aren't aggressive, but the kids are no longer allowed to go outside and eat their lunch. That's actually what I would uh, train bears <laughs> to, to go for lunches. lunch boxes, then release them in the wild. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, how often do you find somebody with a picnic basket? I Is mean, a picnic can, a basket? Yeah, you can find lunch boxes everywhere, but picnic baskets? That's one in a million. Like, it, I think it'd be great to do with that. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of trained bears out there. Can you imagine? After. There's just a bear walking away with like a Superman lunchbox <laughs> and then a Doctor Who one under like in each paw on his hind legs. He's just like, oh, yeah, this is the greatest day ever. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Peanut butter jelly. Probably be a lot easier to do that than train him to ride our unicycle. Probably. <laughs> uh, 30-year-old Australian man, Guy Albin, has... Uh, has had his firearms license revoked and four guns confiscated because of his religion. The Aussie is a Pastafarian and wore the traditional colander on his head during the taking of his license photo. According to Australian law, you can wear headwear as long as it doesn't cover your face and has religious significance. Police didn't think that uh, a colander counted as religious headwear. Well, that's messed up. I know, right? He's a Pastafarian. That's what they believe. This shit's important. Yeah. Uh, And confiscated his guns and ordered him to see a psychiatrist. The psychiatrist laughed at him. Like, that is in the story. Because the the psychiatrist just laughed. (laughs) 
Because, like, he's not crazy. No. Oh, no. No, I, I mean, I, he's just an atheist who decided, you know, he, want, he well, wanted to have he's pasta. Not a, he's not an atheist. He's a pastafarian. Okay, well, he, he, he came out and he... spaghetti monster. <laughs> he came out and said he was an atheist, <laughs> but, oh. he, but, he, but he wanted pastafarian on his license. Oh, okay, that's cool. Which makes sense. Okay. I want pastafarian on my license. I want the... Have you guys seen the... Uh, this is a little bit of a tangent, but have you seen the, uh, the FSM uh, emblem that kind of looks like the fish emblem uh-uh. for Christians? I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, I want to put one on my car. <laughs> so people know so that pe- you're a pasta But pe- people not in the know would be like, huh? What the hell is that? That's not a Jesus fish. That's you ever Jesus. see any of those uh, te- those advertisements on their online for the Teach the Controversy t-shirts? No. <laughs> for like, it would like be a picture of like the devil bearing dinosaur bones. <laughs> no, say Teach the Controversy. <laughs> I've thought about a couple times getting that for Christmas presents, but I think that they wouldn't. The irony might be lost on them. <laughs> yeah, they might not, <laughs> might not get that one. Oh man, I like I past pastafarianism is really entertaining. Like, it, have you have you read like the book of pasta? No, it's there's entire chapters about pirates and wenches. I don't know why. I never, I never even read that, read that much of the Bible. I, what I actually read more of than the Bible was the uh, was the internet was the ceiling cat Bible. <laughs> the ceiling cat Bible. I read more of that one. <laughs> it was pretty great, actually. Good read. <laughs> if you want your cat memes, uh, makes sense. Um, uh, the guns were finally returned to him after he retook his photo. So his license was reinstated and he got his guns back after he took the photo without the colander on his head. That's nice of him. He got yeah. his guns back. Well, uh, in New Zealand, uh, which is which is where I originally saw this story, um, there is a guy there who has a colander on his head in a driver's license photo, and they're totally okay with it. That's New Zealand, though. You I can, know. You could be fucking a sheep in your driver's license photo, and they'd be okay with it. I'd be like, ah, oh, it's I, religious yes, significance. Yeah. I, I don't think they'd be all right with that. <laughs> they might not be. They really like their sheep. You'll be fucking a hobbit, though. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an Australian morgue is making some waves after they refuse to accept a body. The body weighed 440 pounds. The morgue said that they didn't have a place to store such a large large corpse, but the funeral director is calling bullshit. Uh, Joanne Cummings, yes, that's her real name, uh, co-owner of <laughs> Pilbara hey, Funeral Services, said, It's a load of crap. I probably could have put a baby elephant in one of those fridges and it fit through the door, and they're refusing entry for a human being. Well, Joanne, Blast. you're wrong. Baby elephants only weigh between 198 and 265 pounds. Yeah, baby elephants aren't that big. Yeah, they so up, up yours, Joanne. Yeah. I'm just... Uh, You're trying to wheel in a 400-pound dead body. What they man. should have done was just got like a giant meat freezer, just a gigantic one. <laughs> like the one there. that like Rocky goes into to punch that side of beef while he's training? Like get one of those? Yeah. Oh, man, I just had the weirdest flash of instead of like him punching sides <laughs> of beef, he's punching, punching fat corpses. Fat, big, fat, dead corpses. <laughs> that, that would turn into like some sort of horror movie. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> we need to uh, make that idea happen. Some Rocky 10, <laughs> Return of Rocky, as written by H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Daniel uh, Daniel Skelton, a Hawaiian man, broke out of the local jail by punching a hole through the wooden ceiling of the bathroom and exiting through a weak spot in the barbed wire fence. So far in this story, this guy's kind of badass. Seems kind of cool, yeah. Not the, the first pun- person to escape through a ceiling. No, but the first one, I think, to punch a hole through the ceiling and with his fist. And he pulled it off like he, he got over yeah, the he barbed escaped. wire? Wow. But he was captured two days later wearing an amazing disguise. He had short orange hair and was wearing blackface. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So you think he might have gotten away with it if he wasn't wearing blackface? Cause that just or having attention. orange hair. Or having orange hair. <laughs> Uh, when asked why he was in blackface, he said that he wanted to blend into the shadows better. Huh, makes sense. Makes sense. With orange hair. <laughs> was it safety orange hair? Yes. Well, it was then, bright orange hair. This guy just doesn't get it. So he was smart enough to escape through the ceiling. Stupid enough to think that that was going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just imagining, he like... He being racist. He was being really, really, really stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, another cheese apocalypse is upon us. No. Yeah, it's worse. Just five months after our previous Velveeta shortage, Kraft Foods Group is recalling 260 cases of Velveeta sold to Walmart. Why do you think they're recalling them? They want to make a fort of the Velveeta br- bricks? They want to make a flowing Velveeta waterfall. They want to make a float in the Thanksgiving Day Parade this later this year, and they want to make it out of the Velveeta? No, because the batches lack enough preservatives and could spoil prematurely. Aww. That's right. This cheese, cheese which unaltered has a really long shelf life, doesn't have enough preservatives in it. Not enough. Carlos wouldn't eat it. Like I what? Probably would not touch Velveeta ever. Nasty shit. It well, I like it when it's melted down and I'm dipping nachos into it oh, as nacho cheese with some with some like uh, peppers and stuff in it. Yeah, I, I stay like away that. from Velveeta. I it makes it makes my blood flow slower. I like it. <laughs> it certainly. <does> not. <laughs> there are a few things in this it, world all, that I, I like, don't it's like. Processed. Like it crawls to a halt. Cheese is one of yeah. them. No, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Velveeta is like one step above Kraft Singles. Yeah, yeah, a half step above Kraft Singles. Yeah. It's, it's just it's minus the plastic wrapper. No, Velveeta tastes way better than Kraft Singles. Have you ever eaten a Kraft Single plain I, I, yes, while pairing have, it with beer? And I've thrown it's up. It's not good. Oh, it's yeah, nasty. It was, it's just, it was it's bad. I don't even think they have milk in them. I think it's just like oils and stuff. Well, it's and I gross. used to eat like uh, grilled cheese sandwiches and tomato soup. With Kraft Singles and, like, Campbell's tomato soup. And now I don't even remember how I was able to do that. I guess the bread covered all of the taste of, well, everything. Uh, New York Governor Andrew uh, Cuomo has announced that they will be starting a pilot program that will provide access to medical marijuana for state residents. Cool. That's, That's good, right? Right? Except they're not allowed to smoke it. But. Yeah. They, they can it, it's it's edibles only or uh, vaporizers. Well, that's not. That's not put it up no, there. Well, because New York also has that really hardcore smoking ban anyway. Yeah. So I mean, what would that say about their plans if they were mm-hmm. like, okay, you can smoke your pot? Can they put it up their butt? And get I'm sure they could. That way. As long as they're not smoking it. So they can't smoke it up their butt though. No, no, no smoke up their ass. I don't. I no. You cannot blow smoke up a New Yorker's ass. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, Pope New Francis. York is a great state. I just blew smoke up their ass. 
Oh, have you guys seen my Popener? Yes, it's okay. awesome. The Popener's awesome. You saw my Popener, right? Yes, I yeah. saw your... Uh... So the Popener's awesome. But Pope Francis, after being, uh, you know, real, real cool about, you know, the gays, atheists, and capitalists, you know, this Pope, not a bad dude. No, he's not really a like bad this guy. guy. But he has just harshed everyone's buzz by coming out against the legalization of marijuana. He's like, oh, wait, wait. Hang on a second. Wait, what does a... Uh... No legal pot. Why was he against it? Uh, he says it doesn't work. It what doesn't get you high? <laughs> no, he says it, it it doesn't. It's it's not good for the public. It doesn't. Uh, in his opinion, it doesn't cut down any like drug trade or anything like that. Which I completely disagree with. Uh, cartels have lost billions of dollars yeah. with the legalization. Right, it's still a drop in the bucket. No, it's them, it's but. a it's a drop in the bucket. Yes, but you got to start emptying that bucket somehow. Yeah. Somebody should direct him Honestly, to prohibition. Uh, see if it works. What is his views on alcohol? Oh, of course, they can't be against that because they drink that in church. Exactly. Alcohol's fine. Just, also, they views. can't lose the Irish. They, cannot, they, can't, they can't lose, lose the, the Irish. Irish. I mean, they already lost half the Irish, but they can't lose the other half. They really need that other half. What happened to that first half? Was it potatoes? <laughs> no, they went to worship the flying potato monster. <laughs> well, half of them became Protestant, and then there was a whole thing. The whole big civil war that still yeah. goes on today. And then the potatoes? Yes, and then the potatoes right. that killed everybody. That was uh, the, <laughs> the Breaking Bad spinoff show, uh, Better Call Saul, has yet to finish filming its first season or even air a single episode, but AMC has already renewed it for a second season. It That's is so cool, good. Right? Right? They're, they're They're like, oh man, this is so good. Stay tuned next month for when they uh, prep a third season without airing anything. (laughs) I, I, I mean, I'm really excited because, I mean, it's it's gonna be better. Call Saul. Saul Goodman was a great part of Breaking Bad. Um, Have we gotten there yet in Breaking Brief? Nope. No. Okay. Yeah, Breaking Brief is on a bit of a hiatus. We're gonna get back to that, but that's a whole other thing. but uh, they've already confirmed. Well, not I guess not technically confirmed, but both Cranston and uh, Paul have expressed interest in doing cameos. Well, they should. Yeah. So what? So here, here's my theory, and what? Uh, and I, I haven't read anything about Better Call Saul yet, but I think no it's going to take place, uh, like along the same timeline as Breaking Bad. Yeah, I'd imagine so. So, like, it's going to be like a parallel show. Right. I, I mean, I wasn't going to spoil it. That doesn't seem like a spoiler, right? No. What do you guys well, think about that theory? I not think a spoiler it should be set in an alternate timeline where uh, Brian Cranston is, a, like, a cop. So Brian Cranston but is Hank. All, yes. Except he also is, like... But, he, but he's all, because he also still makes meth. He still makes meth. And it's in Detroit instead of... Uh, I think Carlos just needs to finish watching Carlos, Breaking you need Bad to stop watching and... RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what needs to happen. I don't know. All right, uh, Harley Davidson has revealed their first all-electric motorcycle. Dubbed the Livewire, it can go from 0 to 60 in less than 4 seconds. But it currently only gets 53 miles per charge. That could be a problem. That could be a big problem. It could, but for their first attempt, go oh, like I, I, I'm assuming what they were looking for first was like the torque and the power. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to get it going. Yeah. Um. And honestly, every show that they've that they've shown it at has received like skeptical but really good reviews. 
Uh, a lot of it is from people who ride with another person because right. they can actually talk to each other right. over the roar of the motorcycle. Well, that's one one bad thing that I the first thing that I thought of is well the the sound of a motorcycle is important to your safety. When it's loud, people know that you're there. If you got uh, uh, well, uh, something that's completely quiet. People are are going to hear you, you know, pulling up next to them. They're just going to swerve over and do a lane. Yeah, but I can't. I dangerous. Honestly, I can't really hear motorcycles anyway on the freeway. Yeah, on the freeway, you can't. I don't know about that. I, I, well, if if I have my AC cranked up and my and my like my radio on, I can't. I can't really hear anything outside of my car. (laughs) It's true. Um, I think they should uh, get little horns that you just beep. Yeah, well, bikes have horns, like the mariachi sound or something. I don't know. Well, and I think like as cars get better with like collision detection and stuff like that, uh, the motorcycles are gonna like it's gonna be safer for motorcycles anyway, because they'll be able to tell. Yeah, that's true. um, Like there'll be another thing there, and I mean, motorcycles. Well, not necessarily motorcyclists. They're not always the smartest people on the road, which I think attributes a lot to deaths. There, I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, accidents caused by motorists. Did you know that Lawrence of Arabia died on a motorcycle? I did not know that. Oh, well, now you do. But there's there's also the motorcyclists who just weave through traffic yeah. without a care in the world. Oh yeah. And well, we've that all seen bothers those, me. We've all seen those internet videos where they're doing that and then they slam into another car. Or yeah, it's great. It's hilarious, and they deserve that. But there's plenty of respectable, good motorcycle riders mm-hmm. out there. You know. But oh, there, course, there is, there is for when, sure. When you're riding on a motorcycle and you're serious about it, you don't want to die on it, so you're not doing stupid shit. Exactly. You know? Yeah. No. If if you're con- commuting and stuff, and I don't, know, I feel like motorcycles just shouldn't be on freeways. That seems like a terrible place for motorcycles. I don't know. I I um, think it's a little safer than like uh, your city streets, side and roads stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. I don't know. Because at least, at least, depends then, on like, if you're uh, driving safely or not. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, because you have, you know, you can keep your distance from people and you have time to react. And but you know, or maybe just motorcycle lanes. Yeah, yeah, you know, like a bike lane that's like half the width of a car lane. Yeah, just they're not going to put motorcycle lanes. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Well, especially not here because you can only ride a motorcycle three I months don't out think of the they year. Could get right. by in the <laughs> if you're uh, lucky. carpool lane, either. I don't think they could pull that off. No, no, they could not. Well, if there's more than one person on the motorcycle, don't you have to have like? Or they could say it's a carpool lane, and then a smart motorcyclist wearing a helmet. Like you can, if you if you have a helmet on, then you can motorcycle in the. Well, uh, that's another thing. Motorcyclists who are against helmet laws, really retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I hate it when people are trying to make me safe. I hate it when my brains are not on the pavement. I figured if you're if you're riding a death mobile, you'd want as much protection yeah, as possible. Exactly. Exactly. Leather jacket, you know, a helmet. Yeah, but I might as well just be riding in a the car then. Good point. Get a car. Wow, if I ever get a motorcycle, I think I'm gonna call it a death mobile. <laughs> you should. There's a reason they're called donor bikes. Like so many people get hurt. That's not very realistic. Because there'd not be enough organs left together. <laughs> they're gonna be full of gravel. Not all of them. They have to be intact. all the time. You might be able to get a kidney out. All right. Well, that's enough about motorcycles. I like. I'm. I'm really happy about this electric car movement, and I, electric motorcycles are grouped into that. I wonder how it'll affect my electric bill. The electric cars? It won't, because that's... we don't have one. 
an electric car. In the future, I'm talking about. Uh, oh, I yeah. I was going to say, yes, we do have electric vehicles, yes. Casey. They yes. do exist. I know they exist, Carlos. We don't have an electric car. No. Though my next car, totally going to be an electric car. Oh, that's my bad. I got stuck on cables. Yeah, I'm all tangled. <laughs> Are you going to track how many uh, motorcycles you kill with your electric car? Yeah, because I can sneak up on them. Yeah. <laughs> they won't even see me coming. I'm sneaky. All right, uh, we're moving on to a discussion. So, as you guys all know, the World Cup is going on. Unless you're listening to this in the past or future. Okay, then the World Cup will be going on or has gone on. or There has been a World Cup at some point during your life. Unless you're a newborn, then it's coming up and you shouldn't be listening to this. You have terrible parents. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. I think we covered all our bases. <laughs> all right, we good? Yes. We good, Carlos? Okay. And here in America... Uh, we unfortunately don't give a shit. We only uh, give a shit about USA. Yeah, which like, we won. Yes, we, we won, won last time. Yes. The, the the next the next match is tomorrow. Yep. I'm thinking about maybe heading up to Patty's for a bit and watching some of it. I'm thinking about going to work and not watching it <laughs> and drinking. Beer. I'm just thinking about fighting dinosaurs. So that's true. We are gonna fight dinosaurs. Yeah, man. There's so much stuff going on tomorrow. Just leave it out of context. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> so. Instead of the World Cup, America's looking for something else to get behind that we can get the rest of the world into, fired up, and just something that'll grab the American public that the world, you know, like the World Cup doesn't. Yeah. So, let's, Carlos, let's do some brainstorming. Yeah, we're gonna come up with it right now, and we're gonna we're gonna make up the rules, and we're gonna figure this out. So, Carlos, what is your proposed substitute for the World Cup? Well, I was thinking about what does America love a lot and what can, like, nobody else in the world hate? I thought about it, and I think cakes. Cakes? People can get behind cake. making cakes. Wait, cake are you baking? talking about, like, a, a, a cake, cake off. off? A cake off. Inter- not just a cake off, but an international. Oh, an international cake. International cake off. Yep. Oh, man. But Gordon Ramsay doesn't make cakes. I don't know. It- I don't you cook cakes. Why you wouldn't bake. he make a cake just to get the cake off? There is that man. Is he American? I no, can't remember. he's not. What is he? Where is he's he from? British. So, are you saying that he'd enter on the British side? And make yeah, he'd British? Enter, of course he would. He'd enter from England. But we have Duff Goldman. So there is that. We have the Cake Boss. Yeah, we have the Cake Boss, and then we, we have the guy from Rocky Four. No, or Duff three? Goldman. He's oh, the, not he's Dolph, the guy. That, oh, that, not Duff Lo- The Ace of Cakes. <laughs> Not Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> oh. did, did you want any more of this? No. All right. Although if Carlos? we had Dol- if, we, if we had Lundgren uh, as our uh, cake maker, that'd be like, pretty badass. That'd too. be pretty sweet. It'd be a muscle cake. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, that'd be different. We could try that. Try uh. Try All a right. Cake so off. so h- how would the cake off work, Carlos? Well, everybody has is given all the same resources to make their cake. So everyone's given flour, eggs. Sugar. Yes. Is that all that's in a cake? Baking soda? Nope. I don't know. I don't make cakes. I just... No baking soda. So they're all given a box of, like, the cake Betty Crocker. Yeah. And basic, <laughs> basic cake ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> they're all given a box of credit, uh, Betty Crocker and told, go. They get, have a little mixing spork or whatever. And That's uh, called a whisk. Well, sure. No, in, in Carlos's competition, it's a spork. <laughs> 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 Got to use the terminology. <laughs> so wait, so you have you have to eat the cake with the mixing spork. No, you don't eat the. They don't eat the cake. Okay, they don't get to, because that's not part of. 
It's part of the competition. Eating is that's toward the end, but they aren't. Wait, wait. They're do, the, it's a team do, do, based do, sport. Okay, so so who who can who who uh, who is on the cake team? So you have the batterer. <laughs> the egg cracker. Okay, you have you have the batterer. What's the batterer's job? He batters the egg, the mix. What do you think like domestically or? Well, if it helps, you know, <laughs> it might help. I don't. <laughs> that, that's the MVP right there. The, the, the domestic batterer is <laughs> like the best batterer of the day. The domestic batterer. And once it's battered up all good, they give it to the... Uh... How ridiculous is that? Oh, they give it to the cooker. Okay. The, co- the cooker puts the battered treat in there. In the oven, of course. Or in, or whatever. Unless, unless they are using something else to cook it besides an oven. Like, uh, I don't know what kids... Those little kids use like those little <laughs> toy ovens. They're using easy bags. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. The 60-watt bulb. Oh, as long as everybody has an easy bake. And uh, once they and the cooker will then take it out, and that it goes to the cutter, and the cutter cuts up the uh, cake because that's the job. And that goes to the then it goes to the eater. Then it goes to the eater, and he eats it all. Okay, so okay, but the so. eater is actually the is not on the same. The eater is a judge. Oh, the eater's a judge. He has to eat the whole cake, though. What? Well, wait. Why isn't the eater part of the team? And why isn't it whoever whoever can who's bake going to, uh, and eat to, the entire cake the fastest? Somebody has to rate the cake, though. Maybe maybe they have to save a piece. I don't know. Maybe, but I like the thought that the judge has to eat it all. So the same judge has to eat every cake. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, luckily nowadays, after he's done, he's done rating the cake, you can just go to the, re- the restroom and just throw up. Okay, so we need a bulimic judge to rate all of these. I feel like there's a huge flaw here. What? The not the least of which is you're calling one of the guys on your team a batterer. <laughs> hey, that's his name. That's the position. The position. I ba- I I batter professionally. Don't call the cops. I swear. <laughs> Why would they? He's a professional batterer. <laughs> there's just so much wrong with that statement. <laughs> And then, so the eater is not on the team. I feel like there should be some sort of competitiveness there with the eater. Don't you, Eric? I, I think so. Right. I mean. So you think that he should be uh, competitive? Yeah, like, I, I feel like the entire round should be the baking of the cake to the eating of the cake. And it, and it has to be it has to be judged and critiqued before the eater starts. All right. So, like, you bake the cake. You can bake the cake as fast as you can. Like, if you can somehow make cake in, you know, five minutes, go for it. But it has, still has to be judged. And so then it's an overall thing. So, so you're saying the judge will rate it, but not by taste. That's No, he'll, he'll judge it by taste. I don't know. Maybe we should, like, leave taste out of it. No, because uh, well, that's an important part of no, having a cake, Because different countries have different cakes. Well, and it'd be not, it wouldn't be fair to judge a country based on their... It's cake of country. It's not our fault that Egypt makes sand cakes. You don't even know what they. You don't know what they eat there. They eat dates. Well, and sand. And all cakes have to be the same size, otherwise the eater portion isn't fair. So they do have to be. They'll just use a cake mold. No. Yeah. No. All the all the yeah, cakes just have a, to be the same a, a size. nine by thirteen pan or whatever, and that's it. 
and they'll have low. Uh, That's the official the, standard. Size. Before the eater gets at it, the judge will go over there and like he'll measure with a measuring tape or whatever they do, just to make sure. Just yeah. to make sure. Make sure or maybe, level. or or maybe it's it's uh it's it's all like on a point system. So a judge uh gives points for each step along the way. So the batterer gets points. The cooker gets points for finesse yeah. of putting yeah. it in there. Yeah, it's yeah. It, like like split it into like the three periods of like you know like the the development of the cake. Like up to the the baking point, and then you have like decorating because you have to decorate the cake. I want to shoot this video, guys. The promo video for this. Yeah, well, you have to have a name for it. You no, know, before we'll figure that out. But before it can become, a but our batterer has to be wearing a wife beater. It's got to be stained with gravy from KFC. <laughs> but before it becomes a worldwide competition, we might have to shop it around to like the Olympics to get it big first. And what about the gluten free countries, Carlos? Screw those guys. It's it fake. doesn't. They can can they taste it? I, they can still make gluten free cakes if they want. That's true. They can. Like, there's not really anything stopping them. Yeah. How big of a stadium do you think we can get Brazil to build us? A big one. <laughs> a really big. one. I say anywhere between twelve and fifteen. As people. long as we fund their police state, <laughs> I think they'll be behind it. <laughs> right. Okay, Eric. Before you have, I know you have to bug out here pretty soon. I here. do. Why don't Why don't you give us your quick idea? Um, I, 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 I don't know, honestly. Like, I think you can make competitive video game playing a good one because it's easy. Like eSports? It's, yeah, it's easy to, to get a fervor for nationalism going on if you just like, or like USA, 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 just Canada. And then everybody's like, no, no. I mean, it would be real easy. And I'd be, people love video games. It's already huge in other countries. Who can beat the TMN, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, dam level the fastest? I there think, you go. I think one day you can that would, even, co- that would come to blood. I think one day you can <laughs> even just you can end physical wars completely just by playing like Call of Duty between you know like America and Iraq. Like, which I don't think so. Yeah, instead ass. of murdering, there, there's each, there's too yeah. much religion involved. Instead there. of murdering other countries, we turn to murdering ourselves. Exactly. It's the right. It's natural state no, of that's, things. That's how Japan lost World War Two by murdering themselves. Kamikaze. Okay, I do have to go. All though. right. See you later, Sorry, Eric. Bitch. No, uh, chat. We'll keep an eye on you. I'll here. Just, yeah, just spin it towards me if you can. There's chat. There's nobody in there. Oh, there. Okay. So that's not a problem then. Yeah. No. See, the problem was solved. Right. The there. problem was solved. All right. We just shut off the chat because yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? So Casey, what do you think would? Uh... I'm gonna go with blood sport. That's a good. Blood sport seems like a good thing and kills two birds. One stone. I was gonna go with Bloodsport, and then like I know that's why. Me, I, that's as why. As soon as you asked it. me the question, you're I thought, like cake. <laughs> yeah, as soon as it, like it just I couldn't help it. But yeah, Bloodsport is a a good one. Yeah, this beer's good. That that southern. Anyway, sorry. Um, and just just think about all the different blood sports you could do. Yeah. Well, so all right. So here's here here's what I want to do. Uh, we put up all of our most violent criminals. And this might only work once, but we give them the promise of freedom for winning. Now, wait a second. This has to be multinational, though. Yeah. All right. You know, well, so first of all, we put all... So I, I'm thinking of, like, semifinals, so we can figure out who's actually going. We put all of our violent criminals up against each other in, like, some sort of, like... Uh, I guess we can't really do a round robin because somebody's going to be dead. So just a single elimination tournament because we can't really do double elimination Probably not. So we're going to do a single elimination tournament, and that will empty out our prisons. It'll be awesome. There's a problem here. 
you're going to release the bloodiest of the bloodthirsty assholes out there. No, we just say we will. They're going to catch on really quickly. No, no, not if we actually release him, but then send a hit squad after him. He's going to, they're going to start noticing that. Nah. Yeah. Nah. No, I think. Then, then what? Then he doesn't fight? Oh, and then he dies. No, I think that we should uh, make it instead, uh, instead of making it something that people you send your criminals for, you choose the best the best that go fight to the death. No, I'd rather just kill the criminals. And that, but like, you have to make it kind of like the old uh, Roman days, like where they just have uh, all these different types of fights. Okay. But to make it fair, your name is put in a hat. So your name is so like you don't know you might end up in like some so so this is the Hunger Games now you might have to, maybe you'll just have to go there and fight a, a lion with a stick or maybe you'll have to uh, fight uh, ten people who knows wait a second I don't a know if I'd royale. rather fight a lion with a stick or ten people both of those sound pretty terrible well it'll be a battle royale wait do you have the stick or does the lion have the stick you both have sticks. How is to make things fair. How is the lion using the stick? It's pro- honestly, it's probably not going to use it at all. Wait, like, this is animal cruelty, isn't it? No. Are we not killing the animal? We gave the animal a stick to defend itself. It's not animal cruelty anymore. Is Look the animal up. hungry? It's a law. Hmm. Is it the animal in its natural habitat? The animal will not be hungry if it wins. I think your cake idea is better. It might be. I don't know, but this might be more entertaining to just watch people fight to the death. See, I don't know. Like, Don't get me wrong. I like the idea of Thunderdome, but I don't know if I could actually watch Thunderdome. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know if I could handle Bloodsport. I don't know if I could either. I mean, the, like, you know, the dude memes like, yeah, kill all the things, but then I'm like, but... Then people are dead. I don't know. I might be able to bring myself to watch some of the more bizarre ones, though. Like if a guy has to fight an elephant with his bare hands. I might stick around to watch that. Oh, man. Who would win? I don't know. <laughs> probably the elephant. But I mean, Oh, yeah, probably. But how would you kill an elephant with just your hands? It would not be easy. I'm thinking you'd have to either go through. You the can't th- punch the elephant. You can't roundhouse kick You'd have the to elephant. get up close and personal and like go for like an ear hole or an eye hole or something. Yeah, but then you would just piss the elephant off. Oh, yeah, but you have to try to find its brain. Yeah, but it's in that big head. Yeah, I know. It wouldn't be easy. <laughs> wow, yeah, that would be rough. See, wouldn't you want to watch that? You wouldn't be able to draw yourself away from not watching that. I want to watch a winning fight. Yeah. Just because I'm curious, not because I want to see an elephant die. I just want to see how somebody would do it. I know. Just how would they pull it off? Could somebody make an anatomically correct mechanical elephant? Probably not. Why not? Because that's probably not a thing that people do. And then we can figure out how to defeat the elephants. It probably would not be squishy enough. Or violent enough. No, no. I I, I just want to figure out if somebody can kill it with with, with their bare hands. You'd have to look at an anatomy drop of an elephant. Oh, man. You guys uh, out there on the internet, please let me know if you know how to kill an elephant in a fist fight. But we're not planning. We ourselves no, are no, not. No, 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 no. We, we don't actually want to kill an elephant. We just want to know if it's possible. 
I, I feel it, like we need to stress that more. Like, granted, if it, uh, if it ever came down to a case where I had to physically kill an elephant or die, and I had only my bare hands, I might have to kill the elephant, but that's not going to happen. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Most likely. I mean, or, it, it could happen. Yeah. It could be maybe tomorrow. You never know. Or Thursday. I could fall in the pen, pen at the zoo. I'm, man, now I'm really curious about this whole elephant thing. Yeah. I think we should wrap up because yeah, I probably should. I'm just fascinated by this whole elephant thing now. All right. I think that, yeah, that brings us to the end of our show. Uh, just a couple of announcements. And by a couple, I mean one. The Divine Homebrew Competition is July 13th, uh, 2014. Uh, we're doing a live a live stream starting at noon. We're going to go noon to 6. So you guys can listen in if you're not in the area. Otherwise, uh, if you are in the area, come on down and hang out. And if you have homebrew, enter it. Uh, make sure you check out the other shows on our channel, too. We've been talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. Just go to blindnerdstudios.com and you can see all the all of the things that we're doing there. Uh, if, if you enjoyed uh, this show or any of our other shows, uh, consider becoming a patron of the arts. That's right. You can, you can go out and tell somebody you are a patron of the arts. That is a badass thing to tell somebody. And it'll only cost you a buck a month. Go to uh, patreon.com. And uh, or patreon.com slash studios and you'll see all the information there. You can find it on our homepage at blindnerdstudios.com. It's at the top of the homepage. It says become a patron today. You can become a patron of the arts today and help support all of our great programming. Uh, we also have an Amazon affiliate link going up this week. You'll see that. Uh, you can support us just by doing your regular shopping at Amazon. Just go to our homepage and click on the Amazon logo at the bottom and... Just do your regular shopping, and we just get a cut of whatever you buy. And it helps us out. You're going to do the shopping anyway, so you might as well give us some. Don't give Amazon everything, those greedy bastards. All right, if you have any feedback on the show or any of other shows, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at BlenderStudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BlenderStudios. You can follow us on Twitter at Blender underscore Ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Don't murder elephants with your fists.